the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good for Derek Wilburn. You probably never heard of Derek, uh, but lots of people know about him now. The best speeches these days, you know, uh, really aren't being delivered by politicians. They're being delivered by parents in front of school boards, like Wilburn, who's a black man. And he said this to the Colorado Springs School Board and went viral. I am the direct descendant of the North American slave trade. Both my parents are black, all four of my grandparents are black, all eight of my great-great-grandparents, all 16 of my great-greats. On my mother's side, my ancestors were enslaved in Alabama. On my father's side, we were enslaved in Texas. I am not oppressed. I'm not oppressed, and I'm not a victim. I'm neither oppressed nor a victim. I travel all across this country of ours. And I check into hotels, and I fly commercially, and I walk into retail establishments, and I order food in restaurants. I go wherever I want, whenever I want. I am treated with kindness, dignity, and respect, literally from coast to coast. I have three children. They are not oppressed either, although they are victims. I've taught my children they are victims of three things. Their own ignorance, their own laziness, and their own poor decision making. That is all. My children, we are not victims of America. We are not victims of some unseen 190-year-old force that kind of floats around in the ether. Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is taking our nation in the wrong direction. Racism in America would by and large be dead today if it were not for certain people and institutions keeping it on life support. And sadly, sadly, very sadly, one of those institutions is the American education system. I can think of nothing more damaging to a society than to tell a baby born today that she has grievances against another baby born today simply because of what their ancestors may have done two centuries ago. There is simply no point in doing that to our children. And putting critical race theory into our classrooms in part does that. Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is not combating racism. It's fanning the flames of what little embers are left. I encourage you to support this resolution. Let racism die the death it deserves. And let's keep living the life of country Yep, uh, and the board voted 3-2 to two to prohibit critical race theory from being taught in that school district. When we come back, Californians will be voting on whether to kick their governor out of office soon. We'll talk about the chances of that happening. Stick around. This is Todd Chapman with Food for the Poor. Very sad news to report as disaster once again has struck Haiti, the poorest country in this hemisphere. Over the weekend, a magnitude 7 earthquake rumbled through the southwest region of the island nation. Hundreds are confirmed dead, many more missing. The destruction is widespread. We're hearing reports of 7 out of 10 homes destroyed in some areas. Families already living in extreme poverty are now homeless and living in the streets. They're in need of everything. Food for the Poor is mobilizing emergency relief to the victims of this tragedy. Shipments of food, water, hygiene supplies, and other items are already en route, and we know the need for these supplies will only increase in the days and weeks to come. So your generous and compassionate support is needed now to help these devastated families. Please, give your most generous gift right now. Call 866-922-4673, 866-922-4673, or click the red Give Food banner at theanswerpgh.com. 
It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Snarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Traders, listen up. As life in America starts to return to normal, are you looking for the best trading opportunities? With the current real estate market, the rise of crypto, and the volatility of tech stocks, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how our technology analyzes over 1 million data points per day. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 so you can learn how to predict market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Whether you're trading stocks, options, forex, futures, or crypto, Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text MONEY to 813-813 to find out how to maximize your gains. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how to use the volatility to your advantage. Don't wait. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 now. By texting in, you consent to receive calls, voice, and text messages using automated technology regarding offers by or on behalf of Vantage Point. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, in less than a month, uh, voters in California will vote on whether to kick their governor, Gavin Newsom, out of office. And there's a pretty good chance that the Democrats will do whatever they can to prevent that from happening. Uh, Victoria Taft writes for PJ Media. She keeps her eye on what's happening in politics out there on the uh, liberal left coast. She's kind of our unofficial uh, West Coast correspondent. She joins us now. (laughs) Victoria, thanks for being here. I'm glad to be here. Thanks so much for having me. And I, uh, I, I hope I don't offend you by labeling you my uh, unofficial correspondent out there. But uh, you kind of haven't had, had you on for a while. But I, you seem to be um, all over what's happening out there. That's why I like to have you on when, when every time I see an insane story, and that's just about every day. <laughs> Um, Pretty much. Yeah, so about a month and a half ago, uh, you wrote at PJ Media about how the Democrats tried to rig this thing. Uh, what did they do? Um, how successful were they in getting things changed? And, as, and it, w- will it work? Well, it might work. Um, they, so far, what we have are several attempts by the governor to make sure that he gets the advantage in this election. For example, he made sure that his hand-picked person in Secretary of State's office uh, was uh, making sure the election was going to be on September 14th, speeding it up, giving everyone a l- less of a runway period of time in which to conduct a uh, campaign. And so he got that handled. He got um, his buddies to file a federal lawsuit just uh, within the last week and a half to stop the election and or stick a big monkey wrench in it because they claim it's unconstitutional, though it has been California constitutional law for, well, at least since the last one and the first one that happened under Gray Davis. 
And so they've got those people. They are flooding the zone with ads, as you may expect. Hollywood bosses, union bosses, Silicon Valley. They're making sure that everything having to do with his his election and campaign and that sort of thing, everything flows to Gavin Newsom stop the recall on Google. It's very interesting how they've managed to um, make sure that the search terms come up in his favor. And they may have paid for that, or maybe Google's just doing them solid. And I'm I'm just wondering, um, I don't know how close you are to the California scene out there, but um, I'm just wondering what it's like for the people in California uh, is it, does it when they're watching television, local television or any any TV, uh, uh, does it feel like a presidential election to them with ads everywhere? Yes, there's ads everywhere. They flooded the zone with all of those ads. And I will also say that as, as a person who's been a consumer of news for many, many years in California, Oregon, and Washington, I am constantly amazed at how far left the uh, the television stations are. The you know, this NBC affiliate, the ABC affiliate, the CBS affiliate, local news. They always uh, choose stories uh, in a very peculiar way. They tell stories in a very specific way. And it's usually against um, against more right of center people and in favor of the institutions which run the state, which are left. And so that's, that's always been very interesting to me. Um, they're, they're just getting... Uh, they're getting... Uh, they're just getting bombed with stuff, information, in uh, direct mail, uh, things that are going on. And it, it, it reminds me, John, of the presidential election in 2020 where they changed all the rules in order so that yeah. they would gain an advantage for the Zepati. And that's what's happened in California. The governor has continued to use his emergency powers to persist in the use of mail and balloting exclusively for this so that they can literally flood mailboxes uh, throughout the state with people who may have been, used to be, or possibly dead, but yet were registered voters and are still on the list. Now, I recently moved up to the Pacific Northwest. I'm happy to be in California now because I have family here, and I come back fairly often, but um, I'm still on a California registration. I could vote in California right now. Even though you shouldn't and, be uh, allowed to. Yeah, well, they they haven't cleaned out the they don't clean out the records because it doesn't behoove them to do that. And because, if you if you don't vote, yeah. could somebody vote for you? Oh, probably, probably. The way it's done now, I mean, there's no chain of custody that is appropriate in my estimation, and uh, you get the stuff stolen out of the mailboxes that we saw. Who knows where? Somewhere in California, um, and it happens. Uh, you will have people come and. And they have people taking others' ballots, and we think they might be taken to um, the polling place or the elections office, but we're never sure. And uh, there is a way to check to see if you voted. Some people have uh, checked to see if they voted. They haven't voted yet, but yet they're already marked on, hey, I voted. I voted already. There's, there's really uh, the vote harvesting apparatus here has been finely tuned by the Democrats. Now the Republicans are doing it, too. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. Changing the ballot, changing the rules, changing the date, changing everything they can, trying to put a um, federal lawsuit in the, to gum up the works at the behest of one of Newsom's friends who leads the UC Berkeley School of Law. There's, you know, if you don't think those are, if you think those are coincidences, I should say, right. then you have a screw loose. This is all by design. And um, it's it's uh, it's kind of interesting that um, that if you oppose what you just described, I'm guessing, because that seems to be the national thing. If, if there are, uh, people oppose this maneuvering and the vote, uh, the, the ballot harvesting and all that, or it's it's you are um, in favor of restricting people's votes, and you're you're a racist, of course. Yeah, you're racist, sure. Mm-hmm. So well, that's going on out there too, right? Oh, oh, we haven't yet, and they're all now. Check this out. Uh, now, I would I, you could probably fit the quote unquote QAnon people into I don't know one restaurant to banquet hall in the state of California, forty million people, and the folks who are supporting Gavin Newsom say that those who in, are in favor of his recall are quote I'm quoting here 
radical right-wing anti-vaxxer QAnon conspiracy theorists who could threaten California's efforts to fight COVID-19. Wow. That's how, that's how they're depicted. That's, that's the game we're playing here. Well, just so you know, the local news, uh, I, I don't think uh, the West Coast has a monopoly on bad local news. It stinks here, believe me. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it stinks for a lot of reasons. Uh, that's another subject, but it, it it's not just bias. It's uh, just lack of enterprise, lack of curiosity. Oh, there's no enterprise. I mean, honestly, John, I mean, enterprise journalism, whatever happened to that? It ain't around whatever here. I know, and it's just like, well, you know, uh, well, we're going to rewrite that person's story, this person's story, you know, seldom yeah. go out and do a lot of, <coughs> excuse me, basic journalism. There's another thing, too. Uh, speaking of journalists, quote-unquote, and, and the lack of enterprise journalism, you know, LA Times has depicted Larry Elder, who happens to be the front runner because he has name ID, mm-hmm. and uh, he's called him, and now, mind you, as you and I both know, right. Larry Elder is a, a black man. Right. And is a libertarian and pretty far right. They have depicted him as a you know, white white supremacist. Yeah. Are you ready for that? Yeah, he's the black face of uh, I forget how they put it. The the the, the black face. It's a headline that he's a white yes. supremacist, and with his picture yes. there, he's he's yes. obviously a black guy, and uh, it's 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 stunning. And uh, I don't know. I, I what's what's the how does the vote work, uh, Victoria? I mean, what will the ballot look like? Well, that's a good question. Let me one more thing: the um, multiple, the, the uh, sorry, I'm a little off my game here. The Democrat government and the state legislatures, super majorities in both houses, are also giving you some cover. They are failing to look into the EDD scandal, which is the employment. Uh, employment scandal Mm -hmm. where we had people in prison and people from all over the world taking California taxpayer dollars and federal dollars in COVID and spending them. Huge money, right? Huge amount of money. um, I mean, literally over a billion dollars in that. Um, And, and so you've got that going on and I got, I forgot your question. As I say, I'm about to, how will the ballot look? I mean, how do you first of all, you oh, vote right. yes or no, and then you pick a candidate that you want to replace. Yeah. Uh, you, you either vote for Newsom. If you say no, do you have to vote for Newsom or is that just a no and he doesn't? And how does it work? You you vote yes or no for the recall. Yeah. And then you go over to the other another ballot or the other part of the ballot. And the ballot is who do you want to replace him? Okay. So you say yes on the recall, you go over and you replace them, and there are multiple names, including Gavin Newsom's name over there, um, to select from. And, yeah. and is Larry Elder, is, was, was his entrance into the race a game-changer? Oh, totally. Yeah. Why would That's that why be? I mean, I know, he's, he's well-known, but uh, he's yeah, very well, conservative. He is conservative, and, and he's fair-minded, and he is the guy who's lived there all his life. He knows uh, about California, knows where the bodies are buried, and knows his own mind, knows uh, his true north. And it's been very interesting to see how they are so afraid of Larry Elder. It is a complete surprise to me how the L.A. Times, all the mainstream media expect the L.A. Daily News to go after him because he's not of their party. But uh, it's so interesting to see how this viscerally they are so upset and concerned. You can see it in the writing in the LA Times, the stories that they've chosen to write about him. Something on the order of, well, he didn't, uh, he didn't claim this income, and his girlfriend doesn't like him, and she's a real weirdo, and all these other kinds of stories that you would never read about any Democrat, ever. I mean, and this is the state that has Adam Schiff and Ted Lieu and... All, a bunch of cast of crazies. People pooping in the streets. Yeah, what's that? Oh, pe- people pe- in the streets. People pooping in the streets and living in tents. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. <laughs> I mean, I, every time I see those pictures, somebody I saw one on Twitter yesterday. Somebody just did a, it. Was a, a drive by. Somebody shooting uh, mm-hmm. out, out their car window as they drove. I don't know where they were. I think it was. I don't know if it was L.A. or San Francisco. I think it's San Francisco in that one. Yeah. And you know you probably yeah. saw it too, and it's just it's 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 stunning to me that anybody 
could stay in office for 20 minutes, uh, much less be reelected, with, with people driving down the street and seeing that every day. And then say, you know what, I think I'll vote for the person who's in office allowing this to happen again. Because I, I kind of like seeing people uh, on the street in, living in tents. I, I mean, it's just nothing like that happens back here in, in Pittsburgh anyway. Well, you've got people who actually believe something, you know, they believe in the rule of law. They yeah. believe in making sure that things happen. And, uh, you know, in California, they all, oh, well, you know, we have really good intentions here. And so we just have to make sure people can just sleep on the streets. Yeah. And, and oh, by the way, we need them to take their drugs on the streets. And, oh, by the way, can we give you a free needle for that? Yeah. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous set of circumstances here. I will also say, uh, I mean, Take a look at some of the bigger issues here. I mean, homelessness is a huge issue. Right. And But um, how about water? You know what, how though? About that? We're talking to Victoria Taft of uh, PJ Media. Where else can people find you, Victoria, before we go? Oh, uh, sure. VictoriaTaft.com and at the Adult in the Room podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, I, I just get, uh, talking about the, 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 the homeless people. They're not homeless. Their home is on right. the street in a tent. That, that's yes. where they live. They've been told, if you're looking for a home, bring a tent, pitch it on the sidewalk, and you're in. Now, that yeah, may not be in. the nicest home, but it's you're not homeless. You're living there. That's your home. They'd, they'd rather smoke their rent, get yeah. a tent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, is um, uh, are the polls showing that it's uh, a really tight race? It is really tight. Uh, I'm looking at the Washington Post, which went over a bunch of the latest polls and new something it's like 50 50 i mean 48 yes removed 52 and one it's it's basically 50 50 i don't know what the over under is on the plus or minus on the on the polling uh we and we don't have a lot of polling because you know that's it you know you don't have a lot of enterprise journalism you don't have a lot of polling because it's expensive to do polling we see that berkeley has a poll here and i would be suspicious of that you've got yougov survey usa both notoriously bad polls Emerson, um, maybe a little bit better. Um, they, they actually show the pres- or the uh, president. Look at me. The uh, Newsom, yes, remove forty six percent. No, do not remove it forty eight percent. So it's roughly fifty fifty. That's a tie. And uh, yeah, it's basically a tie. Handling of the COVID restrictions is the, is the number one reason for it. And you know, when you start talking about some of the basic issues here, like, hey, would you like your lights turned on? Oh, I'm sorry, we have to run a couple of more windmills for that. Uh, that's another. I mean, it's just absurd. I mean, they had to, he actually had to turn on the lights so the air conditioners were, you know, rolling and rolling. And he was telling people in a 105 degree weather, oh, by the way, you have to turn off your air conditioners. And they're going, oh, yeah, you want to bet? Go pound sand, bucko. And he thought, you know, the only reason he allowed them to use their backstop of coal and all the other additional um, fossil fuels to help over that, that hump of additional energy usage was he knew it would make him look bad. They were going for uh, brownouts and blackouts. And so he had to, he did, he did something. It was nice. It was like the recall effort made him actually do his job. That that's a, that's a rarity, by the way, it's, it's, it's a big rarity. And there are a million other reasons putting his kids in school. Um, in person and then shutting down the schools because the, his uh, benefactors and the California Teachers Association told him to do that. Yeah, his he, kids were not even a, all that fully open yet. His kids were in a private school and he was telling everybody that, that their kids shouldn't go to school. Uh, I got about a minute left. I want to ask you this because Larry Elder, he's obviously got a show on this uh, network. Uh, he's not mm-hmm. doing it now because he's involved in this election. But yeah. uh, just in about a minute, California. This I would think they'd be especially afraid of him out there because. California has shown a willingness to vote for people who aren't politicians, like Ronald Reagan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, who am I missing? Um, uh, mm. uh, no, anyway, those two, guys, those two guys were, were elected governor with no political yeah. experience, both of them. Yeah, and that's an excellent point. And, yeah, they're iconoclastic voters. They, they like the, the razzmatazz that comes along with Hollywood and people in the public eye. They're willing to give them a chance. And, I mean, I'm sorry, but you, I don't know that you can really depict Larry Elder as some guy who doesn't, uh, you know, he's some, he's some right-wing nutter. He's not. Right. He's a smart guy, and, and uh, he, I wouldn't want to be in a debate against him. I, uh, you know. <laughs> we, no, no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> hey, hey, Victoria, either. I'm out of time. Thanks again, always, uh, for coming on. I appreciate it. 
Thank you, John. Bye. Okay. All right. That's Victoria Taft of PJ Media, and we will be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is expected to use an emergency G7 meeting on Tuesday to ask President Biden to extend the deadline for the withdrawal from Afghanistan. The hardliners within the Taliban have said, we agree to the August 31st deadline. That is a red line, and they're not going to change that. So it doesn't matter how much pressure Boris Johnson or any other G7 leader tries to put on Joe Biden. If the Taliban say, you've got to leave by August the 31st, any difference to that, you're going to have to then pour in troops and force the Taliban back. You're basically going back to war. BBC correspondent Frank Gardner. The U.S. has now given full approval to the COVID-19 vaccine made by Pfizer. That FDA decision could push some vaccine holdouts toward getting the shots. Stocks higher now. The Dow and Nasdaq both up over 200 points. This is SRN News. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, We've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker for all licensing information. Go to Animalist Consumer Access. Dot or corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Dennis Prager sees the president being naive. Naivete is a death sentence to a civilization. If you are not aware of evil, then evil will win. And that's that's the story here. Even President Biden, we need a diplomatic solution. A diplomatic solution with the Taliban? Are you kidding me? The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The Answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. We agreed it's time to try something different. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Outbound 28, watch out for delays. Route 8 up to the Highland Park Bridge. Outbound 51, slowing as you approach Library Road. Inbound Parkway West, a few delays between Green Tree and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Heavy congestion on the Parkway East inbound. Forbes Avenue down to the Fort Pitt Bridge. And outbound stacking up Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood Swissvale. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
We'll see clear to partly cloudy skies for tonight. It'll be humid with a low of 63. Very warm tomorrow and humid. Sunshine will mix with clouds. Tomorrow will reach a high of 89. Tomorrow night will be clear and humid with a low of 68. Wednesday, partly sunny, hot, and humid with a high of 90. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, the big guy and his yes men were out there again today trying to convince you and me and everybody else that everything is going to be fine in Afghanistan. Uh, and by the way, nothing is ever going to be fine in Afghanistan. But it, meanwhile, uh, people, including women and children, are being beaten outside the airport. I saw the video today. Fred Flights uh, is president and CEO of the Center for Security Policy, and he was deputy assistant to the president and chief of staff of the National Security Council under Donald Trump. He joins us now. Fred, thanks for being here. My pleasure. So how much of this uh, that we're looking at now, this fiasco, um, is on Joe Biden himself? I mean, it's always on, you know, the whole pass the buck routine, but um, how much of this is him and how much of it is him trusting people he shouldn't trust, do you think? Well, Biden said last week that this was my decision, and I relied on the consensus advice of other officials and agencies. No, it's not. It's completely on Biden's shoulders. No one told him it was a good idea to uh, rapidly pull our troops out without a plan, to blindside the Afghan military and army, the intelligence community and U.S. military officials told him not to do this. And I think there are other officials who didn't think it was a good idea but remained silent. But to say that uh, this is someone else's responsibility, we can't let Biden get away with that. So you worked as uh, in 2018 as deputy assistant to the president and chief of staff of the National Security Council. Um, and I'm, I'm just I'm reading this off of your piece at the Federalist, and uh, but it's interesting because you had national security jobs for 25 years with the CIA, DIA, Department of State, and the House Intelligence Committee. So you've you've been around the block a few times with this stuff. Um, tell me how this works. These people that you think should be fired, we'll get to the names and who these people are. Um, how does this work? Does does he come into a meeting and say, "Listen, I think I, what I want to do is." just yank everybody out right now and they say you can't do that and he says i'm doing it anyway or i mean how, how, how could you envision this happening well you know when you take a senior position like that your, your your job is to is to look after the interests of the american people not just to keep a comfy job and sometimes that means you have to oppose what your boss and it may be the president wants to do and if you can't support what he wants to do and if he ignores you your duty bound to resign. This is an instance where I think the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of State, and National Security Advisor should have said, "If you do this, sir, I can't defend it, and I'm resigning." That's what you have to do on principle, and that's that's what the American people are paying you for to do your best, the best you possibly can do, in the interest of the American people. So, uh, uh, in that position, and you you held a, a, a position in uh, you know close to the president and, and a, a decision making process that you were involved in. Uh, is it as much a case of advice of, of advising the president what not to do as it is advising him what to do? Is it a passive thing where you you know you just wait for ideas and then you you rule you just you give him your advice on them? Of course, sometimes you're not going to agree, and that's not a reason to resign. But on an issue this serious, it's a matter where you have to say, Mr. President, I cannot go along with this. I'm resigning. I'm going to Congress. And, you know, that's going to hurt you politically. You may have trouble finding another job in a Democratic administration. But it's a matter of right and wrong. Uh, we see people resign on principle. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen enough. This is one of those times. And, and should anybody be surprised that this has happened? Uh, Biden surrounded himself with yes men. Uh, Anthony Blinken, his Secretary of State, Jake Sullivan, his uh, National Security Advisor. These are former aides. Blinken's been hanging around with Biden for decades. There's no Henry Kissinger or Condoleezza Rice or Jim Baker. Biden desperately needs people like that. Men and women of stature and principle and gravitas, not just to fix the mess he caused, but to stand up to him, to say, we will not go along with this, and if you do this, we're out of here. Was it your experience with President Trump that he liked having people disagree with him? 
You know, I think he did. But what's interesting here, everybody was saying that Trump was going to ruin our country and had crazy ideas and would uh, would pursue them. When Trump proposed things that his advisors thought were a bad idea, he changed his mind. He wanted to pull U.S. troops out of South Korea. His advisors said, you can't do that. That was a bad idea. The president listened to his advisors. He wanted to pull U.S. troops out of Syria immediately. His advisors said that's a bad idea. He changed his mind. That happened with Biden. But Biden, both because I think he is, he's had bad policy instincts his entire life. But now that I think he's approaching senility, refused to change his mind. We're talking to Fred Flights. He's president and CEO of the Center for Security Policy, and he also served uh, Donald Trump as deputy assistant to the president and chief of staff of the National Security Council. Uh, and uh, your piece at The Federalist today, you know, the headline is these guys have to go uh, in order to re- con- uh, have a deterrent. Uh, what happens if they don't go? I think it's going to be a dangerous situation. Look, we can't remove Biden. Mm-hmm. People saying, well, he should be impeached. He should be impeached. But that's not going to happen. The Democrats won't permit that. He could he could be removed by the cabinet for being uh, unable to serve. But I'm hoping, I don't think it's likely, but I'm hoping that Democrats will get together and say to him, you need some better advisors. And, and you need to let go some of these people who should have stopped you from doing what you did in Afghanistan. How do you stop a president who wants to do something? I, well, I guess I shouldn't say stop you. Yeah. Resign and go to Congress. I mm-hmm. think that would have created so much uh, uh, bad publicity that Biden would have thought twice and, and maybe reverse course. But you're right. I mean, they can't stop the policy, but they could create pressure that might have stopped it. Knowing what you do, uh, having worked uh, closely with the president and been in important positions... What do you think is going on there right now when it when it comes to them watching what Joe Biden, not just what he's the policies he's uh, uh, putting forth or the actions he's taking, but just watching him in public? What do you think is going on there right now? I know I don't expect you to know for sure, but just to speculate. I'm really worried and I don't like accusing somebody of losing the mental faculties. But Biden went on TV and said that basically the whole world was happy with what he did. He's not aware of any criticism of his decisions. The British Parliament condemned him. And we know that French officials have said this, the same thing. German, it's just, it's so obviously untrue. One has to think, how could someone say something like that? That, you know, basically all of America knows that's not the case. It makes me think that he just doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, and um, you mentioned that you think that in your piece uh, that the only um, competent guy he has is uh, William Burns, uh, his only cabinet-level guy he has who's competent, is CIA Director William Burns. Why do you why do you think he's the one guy? I've worked with Burns. He's a liberal Democrat. I worked with him when I was at the State Department. I wouldn't put him in a Republican cabinet, but I think he's an ethical man with principle who knows what he's doing. And, and I, I, he, I think he's the best that Biden has. I don't think he would go along with decisions like this. And I've suggested that uh, Biden should move him to the State Department, the Secretary of State. He's a career uh, State Department officer. And if Biden's going to replace people, he's going to—he's obviously going to choose Democrats. I think uh, Burns would be a good choice. Uh, there are people out there uh, who've been saying for a long time that Joe Biden's been wrong about just about everything for a hundred years now uh, when it comes to foreign policy. So uh, I, I'm guessing that there aren't a lot of people in Washington, even Democrats, who are all that surprised that he's struggling with this. He's been wrong for 40 years. I think that's what Bob Gates said in his memoir. Yeah. And he wrote that in 2010. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I've, I've seen that during my career. I mean, remember this, when he was vice president, he opposed the raid to get Osama bin Laden, which even Obama wanted to do that. And, you know, the, the, the reality is that we're seeing him give justifications for his decisions that simply don't add up. So we have a man who had bad policy instincts when he was a young and vigorous man, and now as a man approaching 80, uh, I think his instincts have gotten worse. Do you think he makes it for another three years and five months, I think, which is what he has left? I think he'll probably stick it out. I don't think he'll run for re-election. Oh. I don't think he'll voluntarily step down. You don't? 
that's why we have to do the next best thing and get some competent national security advisors around him. Do you? So you don't think uh, you can't see a scenario where where they come to him and say, "Hey, Joe, uh, you know, you just said your son was in the Navy and he was in the Army. Um, we're a little we're a little concerned about uh, where your head is these days because that's what he did last week." I know. I know. Um, I don't think that Democrats would risk such uh, an embarrassment for their president to be stepping down. I, I guess there probably are some Democrats who would love to see Kamala Harris as president, which would be a catastrophe oh. for other reasons. Oh. Uh, so my guess is they're going to try to stick it out. And Pelosi would, and Schumer would be really smart to say, look, let, let's get uh, Michelle Floroy, a defense official under Obama, or Senator Chris Coons, Let's get them in there around uh, Biden and try to guide him to stop these uh, disastrous decisions. At what point um, does, uh, put it this way, again, as someone who's you know been in in, um, in that situation, how uh, at what point um, do you just let the president think he's running the country, but he's really not? Is, would that be possible to pull that off? I think that uh, that would be hard to do. There's I, there's some aides who work for him who are fairly loyal, and they may be pulling, they may be calling the shots in other issues. I think on this one, this is entirely Biden's call. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think that would happen. And how do you how do you um, how does it happen that a guy who has been around for almost fifty years um, would not? think of something as simple as waiting until people are evacuated before pulling the military out that seems, i think that's something that i would do my first week in office I'd, I'd i might be thinking that was a pretty good idea you know if he wanted to pull u.s troops out this process should have started after he was inaugurated mm-hmm. and there should have been a long policy discussion i think that the withdrawal should have been delayed until the fighting season was over there should have been a plan. We should have told the Afghan military and government we were going to do it. Uh, he just wanted all the troops out by September 11th, so he would have that as a talking point. That's why we're seeing all this carnage and chaos in Kabul. It's, it's com- it was completely unnecessary. And where do you see this ending? What's happening in in um, uh, Afghan? What's what's the what's going to be the end point of all this? Uh, they're still they they can't even tell us how many Americans are there. Are there conflicting reports on how many people are actually getting out and how many planes are taking off? I believe the U.S. government knows exactly how many Americans are in Afghanistan because when you scan your passport at the Kabul airport, the U.S. government gets access to that data. So we we may not know where in the country they are, but I think we know how many are in the country. Uh, the, the question, I think, is what happens with this August 31 date because it looks like the Taliban is not going to allow us to extend it and at the very end, how do we get our troops out? What's going to happen when Al-Qaeda gets tired of us being there and starts attacking aircraft taking off? Remember, this, this airport's surrounded by mountains. They're very vulnerable when they're taking off if they were, if they were to put uh, weapons in the mountains to shoot at the airport or to shoot at the planes. It's a very, very precarious situation. And um, uh, what about the, 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 the airport itself? Um how do you, I saw videos today of of uh, Taliban uh, people beating women and children with a stick in the crowd. Um, at some point, uh, you know, when does when do when do those kinds of pictures put pressure on Biden to do something uh, to clear, I don't, I don't clear that Biden airport? Cares. He just wants U.S. troops out. He said he's proud of his decision. He's shown no empathy for what's going on. Look, I'll concede that if Trump pulled out of Afghanistan, it's possible the Taliban would have taken over. But I think Trump would have done it in stages uh, with conditions, and he would have given the Afghan military an opportunity to hold the country. He wouldn't have simply blindsided everyone in, in Afghanistan. That's what Biden did here. And and will will he eventually be, or is he already, at the mercy of the Taliban? Does, uh, was he going to be at the point where he's the only thing he's going to get is what they give him? It looks that way. We're we're relying on the the reliability of the Taliban for this timetable, for letting uh, U.S. citizens through, for letting Afghanis through who helped us, who apparently aren't being allowed to get through. We're relying on this terrorist organization. 
And that's not good. These people can't be trusted for anything. No, and I think they're part of Al-Qaeda. or They're, they're so close to Al-Qaeda, it looks like they're part of Al-Qaeda. They hold all the cards. It, it, it's just unimaginable how we found ourselves in this situation. And it happened so fast. I only have about a minute left. Um, well, how long is it going to take to fix this? I mean, it's, uh, well, how long are we going to be looking at just total chaos over there? And it is, is, what is the end game to this? And when? I'm worried that Afghanistan is going to become a safe haven for terrorist groups again. Mm-hmm. We need to work with regional states to reverse that. And Biden has to put some uh, people with a great reputation into his cabinet to help repair the damage that he's done to our global reputation. Okay, hey Fred, I'm out of time. I, I appreciate you coming on. It's uh, Fred F- Flights. Uh, you can see his piece at thefederalist.com. And uh, thanks again for being on, Fred. I really appreciate it. Good to be here. Thanks. Okay, and we'll be right back. of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Vicky and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I would seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price on our most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light-filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Plus, right now, we're offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Visit Blinds.com today to shop up to 35% off site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Football is back and so is tailgating. Whether it's Friday Night Lights, Saturday College, or Pro Sundays, Solaire Portable Infrared Grills set up fast and heat up quickly. Only three minutes to searing hot temperatures, just like the big backyard Solaires. The Solaire Grills will make you the master of the tailgater with the juiciest, most flavorful food in the parking lot. The fast grilling times leave you more time to talk up your team, and they cool down fast so you won't miss a minute of the game. The Solaire Anywhere and Solaire Everywhere portable infrared grills are perfect for any grilling on the go. From picnics to camping, RVs to boating, but especially 
especially tailgating. And they're made in the USA with the confidence of a 100-year-old family business. Amaze your tailgating friends with Solaire Infrared Grills. Learn more about these fantastic grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I've uh, said here, I'm sure many times, and I've said it many times, many places, uh, that <clears throat> that uh, words can't describe how glad I am to have grown up when I did. Here's a, a really good example. Out in Colorado Springs, Colorado, uh, they had a, uh, a nice manicured street, uh, suburban neighborhood, and uh, two guys, Ed Snyder and Joe Coleman, they, uh, for the last few years, have organized a kickball game that includes everybody from toddlers up to adults, and they play in the street. But the cops came, eight cops came, and they were given a citation for obstructing passage or assembly. And uh, the two guys who, uh, who had organized this thing uh, were looking for a way to keep it going, so they, they were told, well, you have to get a permit. And the person uh, that got back to them said there's a 14-day waiting period for the permit and that they'd have to go and get signatures from everybody on the street, on the block, actually, every time that they played to play a game of kickball on the street. Now, uh, and then this woman, uh, the Tish Olszewski of the Colorado Springs uh, News uh, Police Department, said the next step after tickets, it goes to child abuse. We get the district attorney involved because you're putting them out there where a car could come by and plow into them. Now, uh, I grew up in a neighborhood full of kids. We played everything on the street. We also had a field we played it, but, you know, different times of the day, at night, after dinner. We would play every game you can think of, except I hate kickball. We wouldn't play kickball. We'd play actual, you know, football or something on the street. Maybe we'd actually play kickball once in a while. Two things about this. First of all, that you have to get a permit to go out on the street and play. Um, actually, more than two things. Another thing is that it's unsafe for the kids. A reason I, I'm glad I grew up when I did, in the neighborhood that I lived in, there were so many kids playing on the street that nobody would even think about driving your car fast down the street. Because as you drove down the street, you could see a group of kids playing here, and then you'd look down 100 yards down the road, there'd be another group playing. You had to go slow because it was like you were on a playground. Now you need a permit, and if you don't get a permit, it's child abuse in Colorado for having kids play on the street. And, the, and then the, here's another big thing about this that I hate. That it's organized in the first place by adults. Why aren't the kids just out there playing anyway on the street? And why don't the neighbors understand that you drive slowly and you don't kill anybody? That's just me. I'm glad I grew up when I did. You know, that's the way it is. I'll talk Stagger to you tomorrow. It's a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.